welcome, welcome, welcome. This is episode 27, I want to say, um, of the Distraction Pieces podcast. My name's Scroobius Pip. Thank you very much for tuning in, guys. Um, we got a really interesting one this week. Um, my guest this week goes under two names, um, Tall Dark Friend and... Um, Miss Jordan Gray, and I mean, oh, just, sorry. Before I get into it, I should get into the adverts and uh, promote stuff. Um, speech development records. Go to speechdevelopmentrecords dot com. We've got loads of music. You've got my Edinburgh Fringe show. I always, I recommend that. But that's one that if you weren't looking to to um, to buy the DVD, you can download. The downloads are fiver, so it feels like a good one to recommend for people who fancy taking a, a punt at it. Um, SpeechRunnerRecords.com, you can also get the new B. Dolan record. He's about to come on. He's literally days away from arriving on tour over here. So the Kill the Wolf a vinyl that's this special vinyl that looks black, and then if you hold it up to the light, it glows blue, uh, midnight blue it's called. Um so check that out. It's fantastic. All at speechdevelopmentrecords.com and it supports the podcast as well. This week's guest, as I said, um, I got sent a video um, on Twitter by, um, let's give him a shout out, by David Maguire, at Maguire David, um, just recommending a video, just saying, um, I think you need to hear this track, Pip, Tilbury Trans Girl, Smashes Prejudice and references Pokemon. And I checked it out and I really enjoyed the track. And we're gonna, I'm actually going to p- play the track um, in this podcast. And I just thought it'd be a fascinating conversation. Um, obviously, everything um, in trans culture and, and everything trans-related has blown up a, a recently with Caitlyn Jenner. Um, and it's suddenly become a far more discussed... Or, or f- it, it's a far more open thing, which is fantastic. But I was interested in how different that is in somewhere like Tilbury, which is up the road from me. Um, I've lived near there my whole life. I've gone past it thousands of time on the train. And I, I, I wondered if there'd be a difference there um, in, 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 yeah, in, in being a trans woman in Hollywood and being a trans a woman in, uh, in Greys. Um, this isn't a reflection on 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 Jordan, but my instant thought was there's got to be a difference between putting on a Gucci dress and walking up Hollywood Boulevard and popping on, you know, a Primark top and walking past Tilbury Station. You know, it's it's going to be there's going to be huge differences there that I wanted to hear about and discuss, and and it's a fascinating a subject. And the conversation was fantastic. This all happened, so I got that tweet. Um, on the Tuesday, um, and I was I was busy all day, so I'd saved it, I'd emailed it to myself, and then I heard it the track on the Wednesday, and I f- I followed a t- 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 told up friend on Twitter, and then we started talking, and we did the podcast on Thursday, so it was that quicker turnover, but I was delighted with it. I'm going to stop rambling because this isn't as you. M- probably learnt from a lot of these podcasts they're not particularly about me I may be the front person of it but they're about the guests so let's get straight into that this is episode 57 with Miss Jordan Gray Tall Dark Friend This piece of fiction is the intro to distraction This piece of fiction is the intro to distraction This piece of fiction 
rolling now um hello <laughs> that's, that's my big start um i'm joined by miss jordan gray aka tall dark friend that's me um and you've invited me kindly into a nice comfortable living room and i've brought all my uncomfortable gear to take over the place and that's great thanks for being here have you it, noticed all the elvis stuff everywhere it's now great. Yeah, here. yeah yeah there's a lot of elvis yeah, stuff. this is my father's house it's, that's i think it's the only artist he's ever listened to amazing yeah. you've, you've got to love elvis right <laughs> yeah it's looking at the crocheted elvis picture on the wall yeah there. i am that's that's <laughs> what i was drawn to immediately what is, are you an elvis fan as well i am i'm big elvis fan. With that. I love it. what era of elvis are you he's kind of um, into everything i'm 68 come back and beyond i really like that session yeah. stack studio sessions i agree completely Amazing. i think the kind of the the gi blues type era and Absolutely, all that yeah. is kind of um the, or, or the early elvis i find it's lovely but the later elvis it feels like he's he's lived Mm. as elvis for a bit and that's yeah. that's more exciting mm. to me because no one there no one else has lived as elvis mm. it's, it's such a unique person that My when own. it was new and fresh it wasn't you yeah. know after he's lived as elvis and you can see the the damage of it in many ways it's far yeah. more exciting to um, me well, my father was telling me yesterday it was almost the case that the 68 comeback was going to be a really watered down kind of Christmassy thing. He was going to be sitting mm. there in his little jumper on the couch, and it was a, uh, it wasn't the Colonel, it wasn't his manager. It's somebody yeah. else brought in this idea of getting him out there in the leathers and doing this all this new stuff, and amazing, that era could right? not have happened. And that's amazing. Yeah. That's that is quintessential Elvis for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's amazing that that could have <clears> because yeah, it, it, it really is. It's one of the most distinctive. Because if you think prior to that, it was all. Um, n- Gene. It was it was sexual, but it was all jeans, you know, yeah. open shirt, but quite still yeah. quite tame and still quite. It, it it wasn't quite what it turned into in the in the leather jumpsuits and the no. absolute. They showed his hips on TV. Yeah, Imagine, yeah. That, Do you remember that the whole thing with the Ed Sullivan allowed, show? And they yeah, they weren't allowed to. That's, have, that's, that's insane. How is it? I mean, the angles they cover now on some of the girls yeah. dancing on. TV. I mean, I was going to say it's a hell of a pair of hips. <laughs> 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 anyway, so so it's yeah. so a credit to that. But yeah, the angles they. They switch to and change now. <laughs> uh, we were dis- before we started rolling. We were discussing um, a Miley Cyrus, yeah. and it may be a shock to some of you, but we were discussing Miley Cyrus in a positive light and positive manner, which I'm sure we'll get to uh, uh, to <laughs> later. But yeah, just thinking there. There's just, I mean, the freedom of media and Instagram just means I've seen all possibly every angle of Miley Cyrus yeah. that it's possible to, yeah, to see. I, about I, as I much as a gynecologist I don't even about. follow her yeah. on Instagram yet. <laughs> it comes up so much on the recommended and that, that I've literally seen every angle of, of young Miley. Um, we only started talking about this yesterday and it's come together really quickly as a podcast. Yeah. And I'm yeah. really excited to be here. Um, I, you're, I mean, let's clarify, you were assigned male at birth and you're now two years a, f- a, f- a full-time female yeah, on estrogen yeah, yeah. uh, a, th- a therapy. Yeah, that's the whole. Um, that's basically. Obviously, we'll get into all that a lot more because I find it, it fascinating, and it's incredibly trendy at the moment to be covering um, trans culture and and everything trans. And it's something that not that I've shied away from, but I try not to just go, "Oh, this is cool. Let's try and cover that now." But what excited me about talking to you was you're going through all this and have been for a couple of years now in Tilbury in Essex not in Hollywood yeah. or, or even in, in London and for anyone who doesn't know Tilbury is just up the road from me it's, in fact it's between me and the first guest Russell Brand it's yeah. between where we grew up exactly. it's literally in the middle there and it's not the most glamorous or certainly not the most um, open-minded of of 
of of, mm. of areas. So that instantly fascinated me of the reality of of yeah of I all think of this. I find Thurrock a very it's a desperate feeling place. It's yeah. it's a very it's a very a physical sensation I'm aware of as I'm speeding away on the train <clears throat> out of Thurrock. Yeah. How all the pressure just drops, all the tension drops. Yeah. It's a very peculiar feeling. It's so tense in Thurrock. And obviously I grew up there, so there's gonna be connections there and stuff. Yeah, of course. It has taught me that um, you know, because of the lack of education, that no one is inherently an evil or a bad person with mm-hmm. the things they say it's it's all sincere they're saying what they're saying they sincerely mean what they're saying and i yeah. sort of can't knock sincerity even if it's misguided that's my, my completely ethos, completely know. yeah there's there's um there's a quote i say all the time and I'm, i think i'm now intentionally <laughs> not remembering who it's by um but <laughs> yeah. it, it's very relevant it's it's harland's as someone um but it's just saying that um because, again, in our area as well, you'll get a lot of people saying, well, you know, I'm entitled to my opinion. Yeah, That's my opinion. So. I'm entitled to And there's a great quote of, "You, uh, we are not entitled to our own opinions. We are entitled to our own informed opinions. Yeah. Um, and I think that's great. I think it's a beautiful thing. But I think it really rings through growing up in the areas that we've grown up in because there's so many people. As you said, there is a sincerity and there's not... They truly believe that. Yeah. And, and again, yeah. let's let's clarify. Thurrock is one of the strongholds of UKIP. It's mm. one of the strongest bases of UKIP. They were, we were one of the few areas where it was a slight sigh of relief when the Tories got in, <laughs> yeah. because the other alter- the, the the nearest alternative was genuinely looking like it may be UKIP. Yeah. So, despite everyone in the country quite rightfully being furious at the Tories taking power, there was an element of. Well, <laughs> it could it could have been worse. Absolutely, um, it could legitimately have been worse. For yeah, us, for and sure. again, it's not. It's that whole thing of, and I'm sure you'll have this as well. There'll be so, so, so many people you went to school with who you're like, oh, they're all right, but they are <laughs> UKIP voters, or they yeah. are this, and they are that, and it, it's something I really struggle with because the fact is, they're not all right. Mm. They're not all right. It's, it's, it's not all right to no, have those opinions. Okay. It's it's uneducated. Yeah, but. This, there's another quote. Again, I can't remember who it was. I'm, I think it was Ricky Gervais, I remember hearing say it about you you do like, the way we live our lives you are supposed to respect people's right to have an opinion you have no obligation to respect that opinion and there's a big difference yeah yeah you don't yeah. have to let people get away with that stuff yeah so right for them to have the right to say it you absolutely you don't absolutely have, have to the right give it to any credence with whatsoever. It. Yeah. Um, yeah again we're just going a quote for quote now but i remember um <laughs> a S- S- stephen fry br- brilliantly ranting once about um the fact that people feel they have a right to not be offended by stuff yeah. And he was like, I don't care if someone tells me I'm I'm offended by that. It's like, well, good for you. Yeah. That's that's part of you. you. You're entitled to be offended by that, but that doesn't mean I shouldn't say it or shouldn't. No. No, if it's no, something no. I believe in and stand for, and again, particularly with obviously a lot of his history will be of sexuality and things like that, where he, he came up against you know uh, resistance, and it's like that's fine for you to be offended by <laughs> by me by anything I say. Um, so, kind of how how has it been? Um, and again, I want to get onto the reason I heard about you was because of your music, and um, I want to get into all that. But this is a, f- a fascinating starting point of how have the last t- two years been, and how were the years l- leading up to those two years? I'm very aware that I've um, I've not had it as hard as um, a lot of trans people that I know in many respects. I have a gender neutral name. I was born Jordan, yeah. so that just was easy. That's Although perfect. my GP said to me, "So when are you going to change your name?" It's like, yeah. why would I want to do that? It's on yeah. all my albums and all my books and everything. It's yeah. just an administrative nightmare. Yeah. I did have to pay... You have to pay to change your name 
there's no procedure, believe it or not, legally to go from Mr. to Ms. to change that one letter. You really? have to change your name. So I added a second middle name to get that extra S. So my second middle name is Gossamer, which is yeah. Spider's Web. Yeah. So I'm just into spiders. Yeah. So yeah, I've been very privileged. That's because fascinating also because that there I, isn't a, a legal process yeah. for changing from... It, you'd think they just want to take your money, but no, yeah. you have to change your name. She said, would you change? Would you consider changing the spelling of Jordan? I was like, it's on everything. Yeah. So my business cards and my email. Like, yeah, exactly. That's too much effort yeah. to go through <laughs> all of these. Yeah. yeah your Facebook, exactly, you know, yeah. everything else. It's like there's too much now that yeah. you've already registered yourself in. Um, but um, also because I am an entertainer and I have been since I left college, um, I think people at first thought it was just like a costume change, almost mm. like a like a Bowie kind of thing. It was just yeah. a different chapter, which was hard. But again, it's I've transitioned very easily because then people realised I was able to literally walk on stage however I wanted one day and they go, oh, Jordan's a bit quirky yeah. this week. I mean, that's kind of a beautiful ad- advantage really is, there yeah. then of kind of... Uh, a way of, of 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 breaking the news as such in the least subtle way, mm. like b- b- being able to walk out in front of all of your yeah. friends, you know, and go like, look, this is, and then we'll go, all right, well, yeah. that's you know, this is going, it's on stage, so it kind of softens any sh- shock or blow yeah. to then be, no, this is just. This is me now. And, uh, well, I came out on stage at the Essex Entertainment Awards in 2014. Oh, wow. it was literally, I was already dressed up. It wasn't like yeah. I suddenly said I was yeah. in a cat suit. Yeah. But, um, it's that thing as well. Of once you're on the stage, the front, you don't have to put up any more front than that. You're already on the stage. So people yeah. that don't know you say, all right, well, that's a legitimate thing that's going on right here. Like, it, you know, she's now saying that she's transgender. Yeah. You know, the public, like, you said on stage, that's, yeah. That's I don't that, have to justify it. Yeah. And it's beautiful, a thing like that, because... <clears throat> As weird as it is, the the, the scariness of having a public figure mm. for for that kind of thing, it also means you don't have to explain it to every person. No, because word will get round and it'll bit. be there. Yeah. It's kind of it's like p- p- people will just know that there'll be a week or two where people go, "Oh, have you heard about Jordan mm. Cunning?" And but it's good because it means that you're not having to do that, that and go conversation and conversation a hundred times. By the way, yeah. Exactly. The reason I'm in a dress today. Well, is, you know, is I was also I was very ill from 2005 to 2008. Very right. ill, the sensory perception disorder. Right. And I wrote uh, my first autobiography with that yeah. exact same intent that I wish that everyone would just have a copy, so yeah. I wouldn't have to have that conversation yeah. a million times with everyone. Just read this, yeah, and then and it we'll, kind of we'll meet up yeah. tomorrow. That's it. And it, then it was it just passes by. So I've, I've been fortunate. So, so what was that? Were you in hospital for? It's outpatient basis. Um, yeah, it either, my brain... It, it's, like, very common. Synesthesia is yeah. a very, very common thing. Yeah, it's just yeah, an yeah. atypical presentation of that. So spatial awareness is sometimes a bit difficult mm-hmm. for me. But I'm also on a lot of estrogen now, which right. genuinely... This is the amazing part about the human brain. It's so incredible. So we've evolved. Um, we've got this binary difference between men and women. We can talk yeah. about all this, but I don't yeah, want to go yeah, yeah. crazy into the no, science. No, yeah, like yeah, we're great, yeah. Um, We've got this, the male circuit, this 3D sort of spatial awareness, yeah. um, you know, that comes with hunting and gathering food and a social and emotional circuit um, that was used to knit the family unit when we still lived in tribes, you know. Yeah. We have both those circuits, but they express themselves differently based on what hormone is flushing through your body as you grow, you yeah. know, from, a, from an embryo upwards. So we're now switched to estrogen. The male circuits shut down, physically shut down. It's called epigenetics. Oh, and the wow. female ones are loading up. So every social interaction I have now, it's like, it's the first time I've ever done it. It's so incredible. That's and, amazing. That but it's I do so, get lost a lot more in car parts. Again it's, <laughs> again, it's exciting that it's so, that we're learning to have such control over these it's things. Incredible. To be able to go, right, let's yeah. turn that bit off and turn this bit Well, that's bit the, um, again, it's the thing that really 
this this idea, this is the theories that I have um, putting forward a little paper on it. Mm. In nature, this idea of sexual dimorphism, you know, um, the difference between the male and the female of some species, like a snakes and spiders, the female is so much larger and you can tell the difference. Yeah. With mammals, mammalian evolution, it tends not to be too much of a difference, yeah. you know, um, especially with humans. If you imagine like a naked male and a naked w- female, um, like we are now sitting here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, ungroomed they're essentially the same thing apart from a few minor differences in yeah. mammary glands yeah so we have hijacked that our own evolution as we do with almost every aspect of evolution yeah. we've hijacked that and accentuated that difference with external things like different clothes and different behaviors yeah. to serve to sort of widen that binary divide yeah to make it a clearer difference right. isn't it? which i mean whether or not that's a good thing i don't know but it do, does still serve a purpose even though it's so sort of illusory it means that for a trans person like me if it was just a case of your men or women based on your genital presentation, yeah. I'm not embarrassed to admit I'd be in the male camp at this point in my life, right. which is which is unfortunate because I don't have the skill set to be a man. My male, my brain is female. Yeah. You know, I'm, so to have those two camps, you can gravitate towards the one that you feel most comfortable with, and yeah. then it's you kind of you find solace there. In yeah, a way. Yeah, it's a very yeah. peculiar way that we've evolved. It definitely you know? is. It's fascinating how we try and accentuate that, and I don't know if that's a um, a discomfort, a fear of mm. of not of being confused. Yeah, of like, right, no, no, here's everything. what here's what I'm into. They look like that, and they have makeup <laughs> on, and they have this. Rather than yeah. it being this confusing a, a crossover, I always I find it fascinating. There's often a, mis, a misperception that um, that that homosexuality was um, accepted in 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 in, in amongst the Greeks. Um, it's not that it just wasn't a thing Mm. they didn't have gay or straight they had um dominant and submissive essentially it was it was essentially regardless of of gender you were attracted if you were a dominant person you were attracted to a submissive type and 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 that just went across the genders it was so so it it wasn't even again it's a it's a myth that it's like oh everyone was gay or this that it's like no that didn't even there wasn't even that there wasn't even that divide it was just is that a vessel that can, <laughs> to put it bluntly, is that a vessel that can satisfy me sexually? Yeah. Um, cause yeah. it was such a separate thing there. They had their intellectual, um, goals and areas and they had their s- uh, sexual and physical needs and desires. And it wasn't a crossed over thing. It's almost thing. more of an evolved thing, you know, yeah. m- more of an evolved way of going about things. I know my friend just got back from Thailand and he said similar premise, but with gender, there's no real, until the influx of Western culture, they didn't have a word for he and she. Really? So when you translate into English, Thai people will just say he for everyone or she for everyone. I don't right. know the actual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's amazing. Just well, it's fascinating that, that um, also, um, which which term is it? Baby um, used to mean specifically. No, I can't think what it was actually. No, um, it's it's one of the terms either boy or girl. Okay, used to just mean child. Right, and oh, it wasn't okay. it wasn't a separated yeah. thing. Yeah. Again, I can't. I've, I've, I should have researched this more and got the facts. But there's numerous things like that that it just meant child, yeah. and then it became. I'm sure it was girl, um, and then it became because it. It then again that divide and that instantly mm. in, in in blue or in pink it, yeah. it became that divide Absolutely. and and became a thing. Which, which, as far as I remember, anecdotally, I think someone told me that that used to be the other way around. Oh, really? Yeah, Victorian yeah. era, maybe earlier than that. Yeah. Um, Plantagenet era, it was pink for boys and yeah. blue for girls. 
It's fascinating. It's it's, it's, it's bizarre because it it's, it's so also illusory, but it, it's part of the human experience. So we are here now, so it's important to us in the yeah. grand scheme of things. Like I, I pride myself on my objectivity. My whole life, that's been my kind of thing, um, and yet I'm aware, very aware, that I'm. I spend a lot of time doling myself up because if I don't then I'll receive the I'll get misgendered and I'll receive the wrong yeah. pronouns so the act of sort of doling yourself up feels like a very trivial thing yeah. and in the grand scheme it is and yet at the same time it's it takes up so much of my life and yeah. I, I do put time Be- into it because it's an important thing to to because of how we um interact and, yeah. and perceive people it's like you need to make it clear here's yeah. how you're meant to be Reacting to me, even if they know just what I'm going for, I don't expect to. It's that's another misconception. (laughs) Give the rough direction. Yeah, well, some people think that transgender people are out to fool the opposite sex into thinking they were genetically born. Yeah, that that I have no delusion that I was born female. Yeah, and I'm now like I've come through some metamorphosis. It's it's a genetic difference the x and y the genetic binary that's only relevant in medicine and to doctors everything else you are the that's it this is the important this is the takeaway phrase is that you are the gender you present as that's the accepted sort of yeah the the way it is now you know you you are the the gender that you present as and you don't flip between the two that's Mm. that's a very different thing you know i've got to contend for every sort of legitimate trans woman that's going through this process there's sort of nine um cross-dressing men Mm -hmm. and that's a different thing um that's a it's a lifestyle choice for sexual or emotional reasons, yep. you know, and that is something that's a stereotype we have to contend yeah. with because being trans can be quite infantilizing anyway. Again, like, it's such a confusing thing. And I want to go into all of that with, um, as said, with cross-dressing, we'll talk later on the entertainment side with drag queens mm-hmm. and things like that is it's so, it's still n- newly being discussed yeah. and it's still not really understood. So, um, even on the sexuality side, um, <clears throat> let's start off with when you kind of decided or, or realised that you were incorrectly gender. Um, okay, well, I, I remember. As kind such. Of, yeah, that's mis, yeah, misgendered. Yeah, misgendered. Or whatever. Sorry, yeah. I, but that's the other thing. Just because I'm transgender, that doesn't mean I'm a hub for all the info. You know all well. the terms. I don't know all the terms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's like I was saying to someone the other day if there was an issue on race or something, you just thought. I'll ask Sam Jackson because he's the most famous black person yeah, I know. Yeah, he'll know he's, everything he's, about race. He wasn't race. involved in the incident, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, so I don't know all the terms, but I do my best. Yeah. Um, I don't remember thinking I was a girl when I was little. I just didn't think I was a boy. I thought there was something right. wrong and I was a, uh, well, an alien or something. You yeah. know? And then you grow up and you fit the role. Yeah. Um, just feeling very uncomfortable and everything was always conflicted. So I never had any authentic emotional interactions with people. I just yeah. thought going through the motions and not knowing why. Um, 19, I realised that it's probably, that was what was happening. Mm-hmm. Took me till 25 to realise the science was available. And I'm very into science. As soon as I locked onto that, I was in on it researching yeah, for, yeah. you know, as long as I could. And I just went in there and they say on the sites, if you, if you know that you're a transgender person, just go in there and tell them, I'd like my medicine now, please. Because otherwise yeah. you're going to be on a waiting list for years and they'll try and figure it out. You say, no, I know, I know what the situation is. And they'll know straight away if it's not. Yeah. You know. He said, yeah, okay. No, fair enough. Yeah, we'll get around to it. Let's do it. That's great that it's, again, it's not... You had the forethought to do your own research, come to your own decision, and not have that need of I need to sit down with someone and talk about this because yeah. again that 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 gives the illusion that you're probably just a bit confused. It's yeah. like no, no, this yeah, isn't. Exactly. This is fine. This is I know what's going on. Yeah, and of course it's okay to be confused, but again, yeah. there's so many resources out there, and people, and now that it is more of an open dialogue, it's yeah. 
yeah, it's a sh- I've, I've done, um, I just did a weekend in primary and junior school teaching trans awareness and oh, music amazing. therapy at the same time. It was a, yeah. the most privileged thing I've ever done. It's so, yeah. so fantastic. I was teaching them to beatbox and things because they'd all amazing. heard the music, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, they just get it. They just get it straight away. They've got the best questions. Yeah. You answer it once and they're like, oh, okay, sure. The, the, the most lewd thing I think anyone asked me was about how the size of my boobs and how big they were going to get. Yeah. There, there was no giggling or snickering. They were just listening intently. Like, you know. But that's the brilliant thing with... And, and it's why it's so crucial to teach all of these things at school level mm. is everyone's just comfortable. No one knows what you shouldn't maybe ask. Or yeah, should, there's just, you just oh, ask yeah. anything. So that was part of the, um, the educate, and, and celebrate, educate and celebrate scheme. That's um, right, scheme. Yeah. And... Again, I think that's great. And is is that a, a, a local thing? Is that a world, a, a national thing? It's, or? it's a national thing. It's being rolled out at the moment. Uh, from my understanding, it was a flagship scheme at Malden Primary School. Yeah. Um, and it went very, very well. And yeah, it's now it was an independent company that's now been taken on as a government scheme. So it's, it's going from strength to strength. And I'm hoping that they'll now stick me in secondary schools because I'm quite ready for that barrage yeah. of sort of confusion and R- stuff. Real confusion. I'd like and- to really get in there and just dig through the snickering and the laughing yeah. and get to the core of it. Because that's going to be a different thing entirely. That's Completely going to be Completely different. And also in, in that situation, that that's the one where it'll be that bit more thankless because <laughs> yeah, the works, people yeah. you do reach are more likely to be going home and having these realisations rather than saying it in front of their classmates or anything else. Absolutely. It'll be, it'll be yep. the ones that stay quiet, that are going... There'll be a, a load of ones that are talking shit and being kind of yeah, like right, you're down on the paper and being a picture of a yeah, yeah. <laughs> picture of anything yeah. um, obscene and and things like that. But that that will be exciting and interesting in that it will be the ones that you do reach that you possibly don't know you've reached that would be the most the most important, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it, there is a that age that turnover i think from sort of junior to senior school we finished that week we went and flew multicolored kites in the field and it was lgbt lgbt celebration we had to walk through their senior school to get to this big field yeah and it was this really weird atmosphere everyone's staring at me i've got i mean i've got a bit of an afro to be fair as well yeah so there's that but i'm a transgender i'm quite obviously transgender you know i'm not blessed in all areas these kids are staring and the little toddlers at my um, sort of feet that have been with me all week, they're in, they're involved now. They, they're totally happy with everything. They understand the situation. They're saying to me, do you know that they're looking at you and they're confused. Their older brothers and sisters are kind of staring. I was like, well, that's now your responsibility. You're going to be in that school next year. You know? Yeah. It's, it was weird to think they had this sort of sense of, um, they would now go home and talk to their older brothers and sisters about it. And I've heard little anecdotes from the teachers that this has gone on now. They've gone home and, educated their families that's so exciting and so important as well and again not to keep kind of shitting on the area that we've both grown up in but (laughs) that's really important for educating the people that you can't reach just if 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 kids can genuinely educate their parents um i used to work in an hmv in beckton and there was a security guard there who was a big skinhead guy um and my manager who took me on there was like, give him a chance. Because he loved, like, it was proper, like, all right, bruv, like, talked really gruff. He's like, yeah. give him a chance. And I remember he was the first person that came in to me and was like, Pip, I was, uh, I, was, I, was, I was reading poetry last night and I found a poem called The Scroobius Pip. Is, like, is that where you got your name? I was like, of all the yeah. people to call me out on where it came from, I was like, but he was formerly a card-carrying member of the BNP. Oh, um, okay. And was, you know, he had... But then it turned out he'd 
educated himself on mm. this um, and was, you know, was saving up to have his tattoo of a bulldog with a Union Jack erased. And yeah. the beautiful thing there was a few years down the line, we went round his house where he lived with his dad and we took a black friend of ours. And his dad, again, the thing that impressed me the most was he'd grown up as that. He'd been brought up to be racist, essentially. Yeah, sure. He pulled himself out of it and then he'd gradually started to turn his... 60-year-old dad around, who spent 60 years thinking that that blacks are leeching off the society in trouble, and turn everyone round. And that inspires me way more than someone like myself, who happens to be brought up by liberal parents, who Mm. have taught me that everything's, everyone's equal, everything's right. Mm. It's easy for me to be all right about these things. It's it's more impressive when I see people who in all it, it would be completely fair if they were racist idiots, right, <laughs> you know, yeah, or yeah. bigoted idiots, because that's how that—that's yeah. what they've grown up around. So that's what's exciting yeah. about uh, working with th- the younger kids is that they can then it can hopefully climb up the ladder mm. in some way. Well, saying um, that, I say this story of your, um, your friend there. It's a testament to the problem-solving powers of the human brain that. Yeah. They were indoctrinated by a group of people, you yeah. know. They didn't then move to another group of people who gave them an opposing viewpoint. It, um, The neutral state of the brain, it elevated them, or they yeah. elevated themselves out of that. It wasn't it another yeah, doc- yeah, yeah. indoctrination. It was just, yeah. That's it was just natural, shows that actual going, actually, this isn't illogical. Uh, yeah. This Surely doesn't make sense to me. that something about the state of right and wrong, you know, on these issues, that yeah. the, the brain logically arrives at a place of sort of peace and understanding and yeah. not tolerance. That's not really the word you want to yeah. use, is it? No, but it's not something that needs to be tolerated. No, yeah. but yeah, that, that again, and it's, it's, it does feel, and as you said, in, in our area, it does feel like it's a case of education and that's why it's important. It was interesting now, it hadn't even crossed my mind this is going to sound really stupid but it hadn't even crossed my mind that these junior school kids are going to grow up (laughs) you know it was literally you get the thought oh you're you're teaching it to to young kids now and then you'll teach to older kids like no they will become the older kids so (laughs) that's the beautiful thing that next year that they will be the ones that at this point would be sniggering and laughing Mm. so if you're going to the schools in years to come it will have that much more acceptance all the yeah. way along, right? Sending them out into the world, yeah. It is absolutely wonderful. So so, so, how how was it when you then... Um, how was it in kind of... Or how is it in, in, in Thurrock as someone who's going through the therapies and through the, the changes um, that you're going mm. through? There's areas that I wouldn't... Um, I'm, I'm couch surfing here at the moment. Yeah. All of my work is in the southeast, London yeah. and Essex, a lot of Essex. Yeah. So I'm couch surfing. We're in Hornchurch right now, um, Basildon. I'm sometimes in. There's areas of Tilbury that I wouldn't want to go back to and graze. Yeah. But I've got a great relationship with Thurrock. Like, they've been so good to me. Um, the Thurrock Gazette was the first one to sort of cover my music when I was yeah. actually still very ill. You know, the, the Essex Entertainment Awards and I play that tea fest every year that's now the Grays yeah. Village Beach. And you know, um, for the last few years, I've been the way I am now, and it's it's been adopted really well. I've got like, such a nice reputation in Thurrock. It's hard for me to feel any, well, not, you know, not that I should feel animosity towards it, but I'm always on that, my default position is, oh, well, they don't really understand. So I get, it, I get it, yeah. it completely. Like, it's completely different, but being, before it was all accepted and fashionable, but having a big mm. beard and living <laughs> in our area and looking yeah. like, I would genuinely get people... <clears throat> 
it's try almost the other me. end of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, it, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But people would think I'm I'm a, a Muslim mm. and would be racist against me in, the, in that way. And I'm a dick. I can't just say no, I'm not, because that'd be saying as if oh, it it would be okay to be to fight me right. if I was a Muslim, sure. but yeah. I'm not a Muslim. So I would never say. I'd just be like, right. So what's the problem with that? And kind of end up getting in more trouble. But still, I've not left. I still live no, in Stamford. Yeah. I still feel, despite all its problems, it's somewhere that's it's somewhere that's developing and somewhere that's going th- yeah. through these changes. And if you, it's easy. It would be easy for you to, for example, go to parts of London where it's so much more liberal, yeah. I've so never much had more any open. In London, not a single incident. Yeah, exactly, it's, it's, it's so much more accepted. I mean, in many ways, it's big business. Mm. You know, you, you, you can have a night that's that's. Um, an LGBT night that hasn't got any real name behind it and it'll be packed because of that scene. So it would be easy for you to go there, but is that really helping the cause? And not that it should be anyone's responsibility or task to help the cause. but but at the same time, life is short. So it's almost like, well, yeah, I don't mind kind of putting all my energy into changing things because I'm going to be gone soon. And if the long-lasting effects of that is worth much more to me than the sort of minor sort of discomfort I'm going to feel for the next sort of 40, 50 years or whatever. I know that's a bit of self-righteous way of thinking about it, but genuinely life is really short. It's going to be gone soon, so I I might as well. I, 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 often on the podcast, I like to play the Alan Davis role of just being ignorant for anyone who's listening um, and asking the questions. So if I come, if I ask anything stupid now, feel free to point that out and say you're an idiot. But can I ask, or are you comfortable talking about the the this uh, sexuality side of it? Because again, it's, yeah, it's a it's huge assumption yeah. that transgender people <clears throat> are all gay or all all want a boyfriend or all want a girlfriend or. But it's, from what I know, it's far more varied than that and far of course, more of yeah. a range. So um, were you were you a straight man and then went down the transgender route and and did that change your sexuality or preference? Or were you a gay man and went down? What's kind of... It's um, another takeaway phrase, really important one, yeah. is that, and most people always sort of know this, gender and sexuality are different things. Oh. They share a lot of the same variables because if you are a man, obviously you're not instantly straight. Yeah. But... It's like saying, if you say a transgender woman must like guys, it's almost like saying if you're gay, you should put on a dress to conform. They're yeah, obviously yeah. different things. Yeah, completely. Um, I was a that, straight... That, I mean, that's a perfect example there. Of yeah, well, it's yeah, not, it, if, the, it shouldn't just be, if you like guys, you should wear a dress, or <laughs> if you wear a dress, you should like guys. Yeah. That's not the way it is. No, they're, they're uh, standalone sort of variables yeah. in the human experience. Some <clears> of the best <throat> m- a, a, a male advances in fashion in history have come from guys who like guys and and, and dressing guys who like guys. So you, it, it'd be terrible if all, if all people who like guys had to wear a dress because <laughs> I'd have no good clothes to wear. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, yeah, I was a straight guy yeah. and um, I'm now, I suppose, a trans lesbian. But right. um, I'm, like I say, the labels, it's... It makes it people easier for people to understand. You need to have some words to describe stuff. There yeah. has to be a semantic link between stuff. But it does lock it in place. It does feel very sort of bridling. Um, it's tough, isn't it? Because I think you need terms for to help other people understand it. That's but what as, it is. again, as we were discussing before we started a, a, a rolling, and I'm, I'm not sure if I've discussed it on the podcast, but I was saying on, on Instagram, I spend as much time looking at good-looking guys yeah. as I do at good-looking women. Now, yeah. I've never been uh, sexually att- uh, attracted to a man, but I still have some caution of identifying as straight 
Because if I happen to meet a guy and fall in love with a guy, I'll be attracted to a guy, I wouldn't want to have to wrestle with that in my mind. Yeah. You yeah, know, so sexually, far, I've only um, been attracted to, to girls. But yeah. again, I don't want to have that awkwardness or panic of, oh, this is wrong, <laughs> if, if I was attracted yeah. to, to something else. You could almost Male, say... Male, female, trans, you know, yeah. any area there. Well, that's it, yeah, because then you're coming at it from a place of uh, sincerity, whatever your instant feeling is, your yeah. instant interaction is, yeah. you want that to be pure and objective. Um, I'll say you, you could almost say sexually agnostic yeah. would be yeah, a yeah, nice way of sort of... Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I've, I'm, I'm currently undecided. <laughs> I, I don't need to decide. It's, yeah. it's fine at the moment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Yes, that's interesting. Then. So, um, uh, 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 where to go next? I don't want to only. T- I, I want to talk about your music um, as well. Okay. Um, it's going to be obvious we're going to talk about Caitlyn Jenner at some point because <laughs> you know it's all anyone wants to yeah. talk about. Well, we do hang out every day <laughs> yeah, down exactly. the trends sort of coffee shop. Exactly. Um, I think this would be a good point. Um, as said, I got a tweet yesterday. I think I got the tweet the day before yesterday, and I was out and I was in London and I did one of those rare things. Um, where I emailed the tweet to myself because I get okay. a lot of tweets that I kind of miss or ignore and not in a horrible way. I get a lot of people trying to push music to me and I kind of right. go, all right, there's... To be honest, there's a lot of people making really bad music. So, I, you know, I end up ignoring a lot of this. <laughs> yeah. So, but someone sent me a link to you, 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 your latest track and I thought, right, I'll listen to this. So I forwarded it to myself and then yesterday morning I had a chance to listen and that's when we started talking. Um so let's let's hear that now. If that's okay, I'm going to p- p- play that that, that track. If, you, if you'd like to introduce it, and then we can absolutely. Thank you. This is um, it's in heels in this stage. To be fair, it's a demo track. It's a bit of a sidestep from my normal stuff. Again, that's. I mean, that was yeah. what was perfect. There was because again, I can be proper s- Simon Cowell on people, and <laughs> so. and the fact that it was clearly a demo track was that meant right. I could just l- 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 yeah. listen. to This is what it is. It's not yeah. polished. It's not perfect. But absolutely. yeah, well, let's listen to that. Question, have you ever tried to stand in heels? Yeah, okay. Have you ever tried to stand for your rights in heels? Have you ever tried to stand for your rights in the middle of the night when it's cold at a club in heels and the venue insists that you can't take a piss in the little mess room because it's part of the policy? Life is chess. When you're trans and it feels like the rules never quite make sense It's like the universe is out to wrong you With the black and white boxes that you don't belong to But I will not be that funny little T Hanging tight to the right of the LGB Since when did the picture my voice disavow me the choice of a woman to express what I'm thinking But who am I to espouse the lies About X and Y's, about girls and guys Or with my YouTube rank and my blank CV So here's an individ a little bit about me I'm tall, still in love on the wrong gender Chemically engineered to re-render everything From the face to base pending Two to six years of Surgical mending, thousands of pounds of personal spending, a juvenile threats and Facebook unfriending. <sighs> Click, I can't even look at you, you make me sick. Chick with a dick. See, I came from a town called Tilbury. It's the only place in the whole UK where the UKIP seem to afford their way into something resembling power. I never used to want to leave the house at night, cause a walk to the shops was a fight for my life. Now it hurts that I've learned to be fast on my feet, so I wouldn't be another pile of flowers in the street. Have you ever tried to run in heels? Okay. Have you ever tried to run for your life in heels? 
Look, trans girls don't want sympathy, neutrality or charity We want equality, humanity and maybe some fraction of a social interaction that doesn't involve genitals or sexuality Yeah, see I won't be defined by my binding But what I've got in my jeans or with a J or with a G See, the latter doesn't matter As for these, well that's between Mr. Klein, Mr. Summers and me See, how do you win this race? When everyone who flirts with your inbox spits in my face You were ready with your fist, now we're kissing instead So does it matter that my chromosomes are missing a leg? You see, there wouldn't be supply if there wasn't demand From the same mother like a with a deck in his hand Cause the only trans girls he's ever seen are the kind having sex on a laptop screen Romanian aliens, daughters of Damien Here to convert the Episcopalians God hates fags Does he really? I mean really? Like, are you even allowed to speculate On the mind of the man beyond the pearly gates? Isn't there a rule about that at the back of the book That you use to attack me and that? Look mate, settle down and have a Snickers Cause you turn into a right diva when you're hungry God doesn't care what I've got in my knickers I promise, take it out with him at church on Sunday Rest in peace, Rita Hester, Brandon Tina, Nira Johnson Larry King, Angie Giuseppe, Yasmin Payne And all the other beautiful women that died At the hands of the church or the public While ignored by the state You see it's gender gate When you put your life in the hands of fate Going into battle with a silicone breastplate I was born in 1989, which means I grew up with the very first generation of Nintendo's Pokemon game. Now I don't want to alienate anybody that didn't play that game, but for all their kids in their mid to late twenties, here's a metaphor about the Metapod in me. Stuck at level nine between a Cappy and Butterfree, using Harden over and over and over. The only maneuver I make is to curl myself into a ball so I'm safe. Cocoon by a cage, I can never escape. I thrash like a fish, but the walls never break. The shaking about begets an earthquake, and it was super effective. But now I'm awake, I'm a chrysalis perched on a precipice. One last push to facilitate Genesis, and it's and then. Estrogen, self-confession, or be the best, but don't fuck the rest of them. Compression now builds a crescendo. If she sells seashells on the seashore, that she sells seashells on the seashore. Not he sells seashells, not anymore, not after everything we've had to fight for. Have you ever tried to dance in heels? Yeah? Okay. Have you ever tried to dance through hoops in heels? Any idea how that feels? Um, yeah, there we go. That was in heels. And that was kind of... It was interesting, because this is going to sound odd, but the first person who played me your stuff was my mum. Um, right. And my mum um, works in, uh, for Thurrock Council and works in the libraries. Mm. Um, and I've seen you play a few times. And it was really that kind of thing of played me some of your stuff, but on her phone while we're out somewhere. So sure. not really, a, oh, I'm taking yeah. this in. It was like, all right, cool. Um, and when... <laughs> someone sent me this obviously the departure towards more spoken word or rap mm-hmm. um instantly easier for me to 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 lock on to even if i'm not not paying full attention because yeah, it's an yeah, area yeah. i'm so familiar with and yeah i just really enjoyed i thought the this the style was great and the content was great and i thought it really and again as a lot of people who, who listen to this will know i rarely play tracks on here because it's not really a here's my new single type thing but I thought you summed up so much of what we've been discussing and what we're going to be discussing yeah. in that track that that I yeah I really enjoyed it. So, what what kind of informed your decision to to do a track more along these lines? I um, my last music video um, yeah. it's on the last album. Hang with the happiness. It's called. Um, it's it's kind of happy hip hop. I really like it. It's gone down really well. Yeah. There's a spoken word bridge and yeah. people really went for it. They really yeah. enjoyed it. There's a line in it. It's, perhaps now to this day despite everything i've done my most quoted line yeah it's uh uh 
All I really want to do is thank the fans because everything's been perfect since I came out trans. And even all the bully boys that take the piss secretly want to bend me like an iPhone 6. <laughs> yeah, and that perfect, was it. Brilliant. That was yeah, yeah. I, That's what I get quoted to me all the time. Yeah. And people go crazy. It's just sort of more relatable and more yeah. f- more fun. And then It's quotable lines. And I think the beauty of, 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 of spoken word and rap, um, there's, what's her name? Um, Lady Leisha or Leisure. I don't right. know how you say it. Yeah, the, the, yeah. a, a Queen's Speech 4 track, which mm. she's just dropped. Is amazing because really like that track, it's yeah. brilliant. Really, it's blowing really, my yeah. mind. I think it's amazing, but she is getting huge, and it's it's because of she has the ability, and in rap and in things like that, you have the ability to speak directly on subjects. Yeah. So she's talking now um, about um, Rachel Gojal and and just all these different things that have happened recently, and she in, in fact references. Caitlyn Jenner in there and not in a derogatory way oh, which actually, is yeah, yeah, amazing for rap that it's not being it's just you know it's 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 it's, yeah. it's, it's using a, 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 a social reference mm. and the beauty there as I said is to be able to address things really directly and really frankly and with again if you can come up with a few um tight lines or quips or quotable quips moments yeah, it, then absolutely. it sticks in people's heads well my whole philosophy before was it was about the music and the words came second almost yeah. in the sense of it yeah like this skeletal form the vowels and consonants you add meaning and then that's the song because it's the music that went forward yeah this is the complete opposite of that yeah. it's obviously it's the semantic meaning of the words yeah, that yeah, is yeah. That at the forefront very peculiar way but it's yeah, really oddly sort of liberating and refreshing. And yeah, you're absolutely right. You get to the heart of it. She's going on, what is it, the brush your teeth, I think it's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that was a ballad, it would sound ridiculous to yeah, sing about that completely. word for word. But there's no question. It's just like, it's almost like you go, oh, that's a metaphor for something. Or, no, no, she's and, saying brush and your just, teeth. And literally the brush your teeth hook is <laughs> yeah. my favourite part because yeah. it is just genius of someone addressing the fact that how weird is it that some people feel comfortable just leaving the house without <laughs> yeah. brushing their teeth? That's, exactly. That's gross. But and again, it's like, wow, yeah. you've just addressed... Uh, <laughs> of all the bigger stuff you could address, you've just addressed something that I've never heard addressed, and yeah. that's great. It, it's almost <laughs> like it would feel like it, it, it had too much gravitas if it was a musical piece or a yeah. music song or a ballad. I mean, the, 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 the comment... I remember uh, loving the streets, yeah. but the bits yeah. that would always make me laugh would be the bits... <laughs> where Leo the Lion would be singing really emotionally about <laughs> yeah. just silly stuff. And he'd be like, I'm going out. No, like, like just be, it'd be so emotional. And Mike Skinner was just saying the exact same stuff and it felt real and raw and serious. Mm. And when there's a guy singing it passionately, you're like... <coughs> yeah, th- we, I was out, ridiculous. Um, the other night. I won't say where because um, you know, he, he was doing some good stuff, but I saw an artist headlining. And he, it was almost like he ticked off the box of what a musician should be singing about. Yeah. So he had a tune about Mother Nature and how we need to look after her or she's yeah. coming for us. Yeah. That would sound fine as a rap. It's still a pertinent issue. It's a yeah. big issue. Yeah. But as a ballad, it's so it's dated just, and so... Yeah, yeah. Um, the, this tick off the box of, oh, there's people that are not in our lives anymore, but it's all right, they're still here. Yeah. Make, make sure you tick that box. And yeah, that. that's Again, covered. Yeah, it was it's just nothing authentic about it when you... You pick the wrong medium to yeah. the, pro- the wrong delivery system to get that message across. But yeah, rap, I say, is so yeah. concise and visceral as well. So, so, what was your kind of let's just let's, let's rewind a little oh, bit. Yeah. And what was your birth into music? What was because you was I mean, the stuff I'd heard originally was more p- piano based yeah, and sure. sung, and with beatboxing thrown in there and stuff like that. Mm. So, what was your kind of yeah? How did you come into music? I'm like nine or ten years almost now, straight out of college. Yeah, bought uh, Tyrus to Yamaha, really great sort yeah. of workstation. I've still got the same one. Brilliant. Um, I've just done. I was really into Jeff Buckley, Michael yep. Jackson, David Gray, kind of synergizing those few guys together. It was always big solo artists. I was never really into that. A hell of a, a three to s- 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 synergize yeah, together. Michael I'm, Jackson, I, Jeff Buckley for sure. I, I, I remember hearing um, 
a song of yours and it was kind of going along a ballady route and then there'd be a few uh, Michael Jackson um, flourishes th- th- thrown in there, yeah. which was, again, it was a wonderful juxtaposition yeah. to go from quite, you know, quite a sung and serious and then those mm. those those flourishes and beatboxing and stuff like that yeah. in there. And rubbing them together, squishing them together is the, is the thing, isn't it? Because yeah. if you flip between the two, it's almost like, well, that's just the two impressions jumping between yeah, the two. Yeah, exactly. Synergising the two. Um, yeah. It's the energy of Michael Jackson and the sheer musicality of Jeff Buckley is a yeah. beautiful thing. He, he sings like a string instrument, yeah. Jeff Buckley. Yeah, it? He's yeah, absolutely yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, about nine years. I'm on, like... It's album number seven, but I took a bunch of the hits. Say hits. I'm in, I've got air quotes going on. Yeah. Um, and stuck them on this last album, The yeah. Baffled King. Um, Again, I think that's a key thing f- that a lot of bands f- fail to do. I remember there was this... Um, a band, I won't even name who it is, but they, I was really into their, their first record mm. and we all used to gig together at the same time I was doing gigs with Adele and Kate Nash and Jack Pagnart and all these and this one group I loved and they had a couple of songs that I thought should have been as big as anything Adele's done and I love Adele, sure. anything yeah, Adele's yeah, done, yeah. anything anyone else done and then the years went by and it hadn't and they kind of dropped those songs at the wayside right, just and when we got them yeah. to support us they would get annoyed because I'd be like, could you play this specific <laughs> song? Because like, it's brilliant. I don't think it's seen the, the amount of light it should see. Yep. And so it's good at points to go, right, I deserve a greatest hits. <laughs> it's yeah. not about whether yeah. they are actually hits, like in a pop chart kind of manner, but I've got enough of a catalogue. And if you're, you're six albums in, you've got enough of a catalogue to go, right, yeah. here's what, in a way, it's making it easier for people who see you live because it's kind of saying... Here's probably the bulk of what I've played. Yeah, the, you know, the rather best than forward. you right. have to buy six albums and there'll be a song here that you heard tonight and mm. two on that one. You know, going here's the kind of stuff that yeah, you probably enjoyed. For sure. You know, the process. I remember thinking when I, the first album, it's all very um, just playing to the best of my ability because I'm self-taught, so I was not yeah. a great pianist. Yeah, um, and it was all sort of very uh, biblical imagery, sort of supernatural imagery. I really loved it. Really, really chuffed with it. Yeah, it went down really well. Then second album, I thought. I'll try and sound like that. But those issues weren't pertinent to me anymore, so there's no yeah. authenticity. So yeah. then the second album, it's like, oh, it's all just sounding the same. So I think, what do I do? Right, I'll try and sound what, um, sound like what's current. All that's ever going to get you is, at, ve- at best, by definition, second place, because yeah. the most current person that's doing yeah, it, yeah, the pioneer yeah. is the one. So then think, oh, right, I'll come and back to the And the fact is that they've probably been doing that a longer time than you, because yeah, that's how they've sure. got to that yeah, point. Exactly. So it's a dangerous game to play. Yeah. So it's always a question of what to do, and then I realise the, the overarching thing it always has to be just authenticity. Yeah. And if and if you don't feel like sitting down and writing a song, don't do it. That's a really important thing as well. You you can't um, same with writing books. You know, I'm saying yeah. my third novel now as well. Yeah. If you don't absolutely have to do it in that moment, don't do it because yeah. it's not gonna it's gonna be try it or it's gonna be watered down. Completely, you know? I agree. I, f- I think there's a lot of. Th- of theories on these things i think you can always exercise your your brain in a, sure. in a writing manner muscle, yeah. but that doesn't have to be oh i'm sitting down to write the hit single mm, or the mm. main chapter of the book or whatever there's there's if you want to if, if if you're feeling that you're being if you're if you're beating yourself up about feeling lazy or you're not getting enough done then sure go and write something but be comfortable throwing that away tomorrow because yeah, if you weren't nice in the feeling. right place yeah. and in the right zone then it's good to be doing that to exercise the muscle, as you said, but not being too married to it. Yeah. It also teaches you not to have too much superfluous stuff in your life, yeah. which is such a nice feeling. You yeah. know? If it wasn't for our sort of evolutionary imperative to be sort of warm and fed, yeah. Yeah. you know, it'd yeah. be nice to just be outside all the time with nothing. It yeah. would be so liberating, but yeah. you know, that's the 
that's what it always completely. comes back to. So, but it's, I mean, it's been going well. You've won numerous awards and had, you know, a lot of, of, of acclaim. It's um, nice. It's in a good position right now, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, so, 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 so what, what are your passions on the music side of it? Are, is it the performing live? Is that the the, the main goal? Because for me, I, I discussed this on the podcast with Frank Carter a, a couple of weeks ago. I've realised recently I don't get particularly excited about recording. Right. And sure. it's really weird now how the value is going out of physical music mm. and it kind of makes me not want to record any more albums and just play. Because the, the, the playing live is the bit I enjoy and they enjoy. It's an interaction. Well, you've also got so much now of a back catalogue yeah, that people are still exactly. discovering for the of, first time. Yeah, so, there's stuff yeah. to, to dig out and hunt through, so mm. it's a fascinating one. But yeah, yeah. I, I love what's your the main process passion? of recording, I really yeah. do, um, but I don't have any access to that myself, so it's always through yeah. someone else's kind of um, expertise. Performing live, I think um, whatever people think of me as a musician and the quality of my work, performing live is is the thing that I'm quoted on the most, you yeah. know, it's them. I put a lot of energy into it. Yeah. I genuinely have this ethos of that 30 minutes should be the last 30 minutes on earth that you that exist as yeah. it play like yeah, it's yeah, that yeah. every single time if there's two people there, which can be uncomfortable maybe for those two people. Yeah. But that's great. I love yeah. that people are not sure which way to go with it. Some people laugh, some people, you know, get emotional about it. And I love that. It's my favourite yeah. part. It's pure euphoria expressed through the sort of frankly antiquated physical human form. We're doing the best we can with yeah. a language that is beyond our comprehension. But this is what it looks like. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. I absolutely love that. That's beautiful. Yeah. Do you have any um, discomfort with the, with potentially um, the, the boom in, in, as said, in trans culture, your fan base gr- growing because of that element of, of, of who you are. Um, mm. Is there any issue? Cause again, I've, I've got loads of stuff where I, I couldn't give a shit like and like, like any way so, people are finding their way to my music yeah. i'm fine with it if it's because i've got a beard and beards are cool now it's like <laughs> cool come listen to my shit I don't, I don't care but is there anything that ever you think about i have conflict over yeah. that am i building a fan base because of, of of what i am rather than who i am which obviously are intrinsic and interlo- yeah, interlocking sure. things but just to um, try and i agree it. with you for for sure, if it's funneling people in and they're seeing the music, the people that don't enjoy it will leave and the people yeah, that do. But I'm not naive to the fact that people are curious as well. Yeah. Um, and I tried to make sure that was as short-lived as possible um, and then, like, let's get back to the work kind of yeah. thing. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just not fun to be, yeah, to, to have that be the most pertinent thing about your character when you work so hard on a body of work, yeah. you know. And then also any successes is blamed. I mean, a lot of people, I think it's someone tweeted... I'm not huge on Twitter. I don't tweet so yeah. much, but someone tweeted, oh, um, told that friend, something derogatory, and then only popular due to transgender, to which there was quite a um, like loudly vocalised opinion from past fans. I said, she's been doing it for eight years. Yeah. Two years yeah. it's been, you know, this is the yeah. seventh album. It's, you know, people, they assume. Yeah. There's a lot of assumptions about me, which, yeah. again, life's too short. They'll assume I'll be gone anyway. Worth, so it's, yeah, it's the, not worth, worth worrying about all that. Um, how have you found... The reaction, or have you found the reaction um, changing over this this last year? Because it really has been the last year that, yeah, with yeah. Caitlin um, and everything else there, there's a, a far wider acceptance. And again, it's fucking great. There's a far wider understanding. Mm-hmm. There's obviously a backlash. Um, I, I, I get annoyed that people have to make everything a competition. I, I see a lot of people saying, <clears throat> why are we calling... A Caitlyn Jenner brave when there's soldiers at war. Right. It's like, all right, then why are we calling soldiers at war brave when there's 
kids in war zones who are escaping. Right. Does that mean the soldiers aren't brave? No. Like, you can all be brave in different ways <laughs> yeah. and in different areas. And I do think it's important that awareness is being raised by by, by people like Caitlin. Yeah, I've, I've kind of asked four questions there, so feel no, free no, to, to, to go uh, in and in It's always the case, as um, contrarian culture, this idea that yeah. whoever's popular gets bashed. And yeah. that's just, there's a certain contingency of the public, there's I a mean, percentage that will always just do that. And within the trans community as well, there'll be the a certain thing. contingency that are saying, right. well, it's easy to be a multimillionaire who can have a photo shoot where you look fierce right. on the front cover of this. And, yeah. that, you know, it's not as easy. Again, I, I walk around Tilbury in, you know... yeah. Yeah, um, she, I don't know Caitlyn Jenner from Eve. That's what I wish people knew. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I've never yeah. met the woman. Yeah. She seems like um, sincere. She was an athlete on telly. You know, she's that's always over her head. Is that sort of publicly masculine exploit? So that's it. You, the one thing being transgender teaches you, and it's a good thing to always know. It's very humbling. Is that you can't be perfect. At, yeah. You can't, I can't. I will never be a perfect woman in the eyes of anyone because yeah. I have one leg missing on one of my chromosomes. That's yeah, it. Yeah. But that's so nice because now the pressure's off. Yeah. You, you can't be a perfect woman. Um, she doesn't get a choice. She didn't ask to be a trans role model. She just happened to be transgender and be one of the most famous people yeah. doing it at the time. Yeah. She didn't ask to do that. Like, yeah, exactly. Why does there need to be... Laverne Cox is a wonderful actress. I love her. And she's also a great spokeswoman for it. She's uh, Orange is the New Black trans yeah, actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so she gets the... Um, the other side of it, you know, the people that are bashing Caitlyn Jenner, they're all siding with Laverne Cox and saying, no, she's the one we've got to listen to, you know, because she's, what, slightly less privileged. Yeah. And also people, I think, have got this image in my mind is that she's actually in prison and has no money. That's the character <laughs> that she's playing on yeah. the show. Yeah, You know? Um, I mean, still, though, incredibly, against people speaking of the, the variation of privilege, it's yeah. still high-privileged things. Um, the, the, I do wish there was more... Um, Coverage, I guess, for people like um, a, a, a Kristen Beck, um, mm. a Lady Valor, who was yeah. who was a, a Marine, and you know, uh, in an incredibly again, if you partly because people couldn't argue about the brave part, then because yeah. like, oh no, this is a soldier, <laughs> yeah, this is a soldier She's who then who was who was who was brave in in such an unusual in such a weird area of society yeah. that even harder to turn around and go right no i've been w- one of the most masculine males you yeah, could imagine i'm around, out yeah. there killing i'm out there doing this i'm fighting for freedom and whatnot mm. and now i choose i'm, I'm i've realized I'm a, I'm a woman and there's amazing videos of her teaching marines um to shoot and she's choosing to do so in high heels or in you know in, in yeah. however she chooses to it's like that's amazing but again why is it a competition? I don't want Kristen Beck getting coverage instead of Caitlyn Jenner. I want them both getting coverage. <laughs> yeah, and it yeah. shouldn't have to be that, right? It'd be nice to see them all on a panel and just make it all, you know, yeah. just even the playing field. Yeah. It is bizarre. And absolutely, it's a very difficult process, blooming expensive process. And she, yeah, she decided to wait till a certain time. Let's all remember, she waited till her youngest was like 18 years old before she did. Yeah. It wasn't a huge press thing. Oh, right yeah. now it's the best time to do it. It was a conscious effort. Yeah. yeah and then she had a facial feminization surgery. Blooming expensive. Yeah, we are allowed to swear Great on this podcast, too. aren't we? Yeah, you but can swear for some reason, like. I, I don't. I don't have it in me to. It's because I mentioned earlier that my mum recommended. So <laughs> right, you, in your it. head, my mum's listening, <laughs> yeah. and you're, you're conscious of that. Um, yeah, so she got to do that, sure, and that's not a privilege that all trans people are afforded. Yeah, why does that? You know, it's Again, artists it's... that we all adore and admire that are sleeping in sort of five star hotels every night. Or yeah, whatever. Like, and we don't get mad it, at why that. Why is it mad? Like, yeah, you know, she's still doing what she does, and let's say that's the thing. She didn't ask for it. Completely, completely. Do you get any um, 
and again, I'm 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 ridiculously continually likening um, transgender um, changes changes to having a beard, but. um, you, you, you the, the great bit here is, and this this may come down the line an annoyance, but the great bit here is, you were doing it before it was popular. Yeah, you know, so you you had at least a year on this kind of, and and again, I've I I I don't talk about it because it's the most hipster thing to say, and no. the beard thing is very hipster, but it always annoys me. It's like <clears throat> I've had a big beard for ten. This is my ten year anniversary of having a big yeah. beard, so it wasn't it wasn't. <laughs> I'm a, sorry, I didn't get you anything. You know, I know, I'm a bit offended, but mm. it, it wasn't a Shoreditch thing. It wasn't a hipster thing. But is there any level of that that when it started to become more c- celebrated that you were kind of did you have any? Well, cheers, but this has been my life for a while now, and this has been my life, yeah. when will continue to be my life if it stops being popular. That's the other thing, you know? yeah. It's not suddenly going to be like, oh, right, I'm go back now. You don't get yeah. that choice. Yeah, oh, it's dropped out. It's, it's, not, not, yeah. it's not in the press um, anymore. I'm, I'll change, yeah. I'm also aware, like, the way the um, struggles I've had with my brain in the past and stuff, I'm essentially quite detached from what's going on, apart from my work, which I'm very yeah. much into. So I've... The thing, maybe things like that I've not noticed as much. I've been very privileged that I'm on stage, which is his own little world. And then I'm off stage, I'm in the studio, I'm back, I'm sleeping, I'm eating, I'm back to the studio and off to the stage and yeah. stuff. You know, it's it's a detached kind of lifestyle. So yeah. um, it's almost passing me by. I'll be very privileged. I'll probably get through this whole thing. I'll be a sort of 60-year-old lady and I go, that was, that was bloody marvellous. And the That's whole great, human rights thing realize. happened at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing yeah. what I can at the same time. But again, I was put in front of primary school kids so they've got no there's no qualms there yeah. i get abuse and it's i'm like well they don't understand you know yeah. from older people i've had some disgusting stuff said to me but it's almost like it bounces off uh that's a cliche thing to say it th- th- we're on such different spheres of understanding yeah not higher or lower than each other it's just a completely different language you yeah. start talking to a you know a, a lion like they say what's that quote you know if we yeah. if they did speak english you yeah, wouldn't understand, wouldn't understand them it's because like of that. The different they, yeah. places of, of, of reference yeah. yeah i get that I've, I've not had that um, that kind I of. I mean, that's that's huge. I guess it's a huge advantage to be able to have that outlook and and mm. to be able to have that because I'm sure there's a lot of people who who are more aren't as thick skinned or aren't as intelligent on that on on being able to go. It's fine for them to not get it. They're not meant to get it. They don't get yeah immigration. They don't get them. you know. They don't get a lot of things. So if you the pe- for the people that who haven't got the families left, you know that. That, that have lost friends and family or who have lost or are now in a position where they're homeless or jobless. I can't even put myself in that position. I've not, I'm not in that position. Yeah. I can, it, it upsets me to think that that could potentially happen, you know, yeah. to trans people. Um, and I met a, a bunch of people that are in that situation, but yeah, I'm not just cause I'm doing it in the public eye. I don't have a right to comment on that yeah. stuff. You know, it's a complete different yeah. sphere of understanding. I'll do what I can to push the, uh, have you have Everyone's. you always had a lot of support from family? Just mentioning family there, or family and friends in general. Yeah, they're or, awesome. Really, did, really did, did you always have? A, it was a very open and a, a welcome reaction to everything. Yeah, yeah, they're that's all, great. They're great. Um, my father. This is my father's house at home right now. Yeah. He's um, he's been fantastic in my career. He's always been like the one to jump in. Like he's always had like a cash injection yeah. there kind of thing because he's I grew up with my mum like they divorced when I was little right. so mum's the emotional connection there my yeah. dad's a fantastic guy I love them both so much yeah, but yeah, yeah it's yeah. two different sides of it you know he's, yeah. and I imagine it's quite disappointing for him I know like to think you know I guess every parent thinks of their kid getting married in that traditional setting that's not yeah. going to happen but that wasn't yeah. going to happen before I was yeah, thinking, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. and kids and stuff which I'm not now biologically capable of even having because right, yeah. it changes all this stuff of course um, but again it wasn't going to happen anyway but yeah. you know, it's that it's, it's that finite thing. 
they've been great. All my family's brilliant. That's fantastic. Lovely friends, lovely colleagues, all my musical colleagues. You know, in, in, that's the realm where it's usually there's no yeah. issue anyway. So, I mean, you, you went briefly earlier. I'm jumping back and forth throughout the the whole interview at the know, moment because like I'm finding it so interesting. Leap style. Um, you you spoke earlier about the the the. the the fascinating side of, of, of parts of your brain being turned on and turned off, essentially, mm. the male part and the female part. Do you feel anything with the 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 illness you had? Do you feel that tr- triggered anything or jumped anything along? Was it s- synesthesia, to say? It's essentially, yes. That's often quite... Um, n- there's a level of, 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 of visualisation with that, right? I, I, I remember talking to someone about it and they could see smells essentially or smells had a colour and things like that and it's obviously everything just to clarify it's so annoying when people hear the tiniest thing and think that applies to everyone everything is on a spectrum and there's a variation but that's so important that you say that 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 part specifically i don't know what sort of time we have left i don't want to i'm not going to get into this as much as you want this is something that i've wanted to say and it's um it's amazing thing about the human brain is this process called cross-model abstraction. Yeah. And it's what creative people do every single day. Everyone does it every day. We were talking earlier when I was saying about, I'm going to talk about science, but don't worry, I'll keep it light. And then you said, you can go as dark or heavy yeah. as you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, because the word light is a homonym, it yeah. means light, weight or light, light. The opposite of that is dark or heavy. Those are sort of ideas, variables or paradigms that you've taken and applied to the idea of a conversation. That's cross-model abstraction. Right, So yep. the darker stuff, maybe the more taboo content goes in the dark section, yep. the puffy, airy stuff and fun stuff goes in the light section. Yeah. That's cross-model abstraction. That's what yeah. synesthesia is across the senses. You hear, smell, and it's not a, oh, wow. a, a different thing. Yeah. And there's this bit, I don't know what you like with people quoting your own work back to you. No, okay, okay. It resonated with me so much, like, emotionally. I was getting a bit teary earlier when yeah, I was thinking yeah. I, was, I wanted to to tell you about this in um in the intro pieces in yeah, intro in, to distraction yeah. pieces um one tool obviously you have a, as a great as an artist is to be able to reference pop culture stuff because there's so much emotional investment in yeah. that bit um it, that you tap into it like a scene mm-hmm. you know and you can utilize that emotion when you reference uh, quantum leap yeah. this great line of wanting to kind of find uh, this leap will be the the leap home yeah yeah and as a creative person you're making all these small connections all the time between these things, like say this cross-model abstraction. You, you're forced, you don't get a choice but to live in, other than to live in a life where you're being pulled in all directions by these connections yeah. all the time. And it's great because it means you get to see all this different stuff, you get to see all these different images that other people don't see. But there is that sense of, I've, I just wish I could go home, just for, I'm getting really emotional, so no. sort of for pedestrian. <laughs> yeah, I am no, genuinely for pedestrian. No. Just to be able to like, just go home for just a... Uh, just a minute. Yeah. You know? No, I completely relate and understand. Yeah. I think so many creatives I know have a shared dream, and it sounds it's going to sound really dark and ridiculous. <clears throat> but I've, I've regularly been been driving home or something and thought I'd love to just have a crash and yeah. just just to be just to have that time of resetting. Just I mean ho- I mean a hospital bed. I can't do anything else. Mm. I get to just go into myself and be me for a minute and not be trying to do because again when you've got and as you with your with 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 books and with albums, there's so much that you need to do and so much that you're pulled towards and working with schools yeah. that it's hard to stop for a moment and go, I want to just leap. Well, even you, said, yeah, go. even you're in your own mind, the yeah. connections that you make, you have to live in a different sphere to make certain semantic connections between yeah. words, especially with spoken word. It's a really yeah. good example. But then to quote sort of another science fiction iconic yeah. reference hitchhiker's guide they've got yeah. that improbability drive and yeah. it's almost like once you've started once you press the button you can't turn back you have to keep pushing it and pushing it until yeah. you 
statistically arrive back home. Yeah, 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 so create yeah. it, it, as a metaphor. It's like saying you have to keep innovating and creating until you've covered so much that you can see where home is. Yeah, or at least arrive somewhere near back to home. It's 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 bizarre. I was literally I was sitting in the car park before coming in and I was talking to a friend of mine, Polar Bear, who's a great spoken word mm. artist. Um, and we, 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 we try and meet up every now and then. It's, it's been a while now. And he asked how I was doing. I was like, I'm good, but as you know with me, always doing a million things, always rushed off my feet. And he said, he's convinced that I'm going to get to 40, <laughs> shave off my beard and just look back at everything. You know, he, he's, he's like, right. I, he's always said I've got, because he knows that every time we try and meet up, I'm like, I'm trying to juggle a million things. And he's like, I, I know there's going to be a point where, where you just go, right, cool. Right. Draw a line a, under that now. Even if it's for a, a limited time, but yeah. just go, right. Well, like Jim Morrison, but with an opposite sort of ethos on the beard. Yeah, He yeah, kind of yeah. stops exact, and grew a good beard. Exact and, yeah. opposite. I was, I, I was obsessed with Jim Morrison in my, in my <coughs> teens, and <coughs> it's bizarre that J- J- Jim Morrison was going mental for so long and the time he actually died was the point where he was off drugs. Mm. And, and it said, having that, I'm going to take some time off and just grow a beard, get fat, and, 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 yeah. and look at everything I've done. Yeah. And that's the time he broke. But Almost like the body's saying, right, you've, you don't need to innovate anymore, you're done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was this whole thing, you know, um, needing to achieve a sort of a state of discordance to reach the unknown or whatever, a state yeah. of sensory discordance. His brain's yeah. gone. All right, you don't need to do it anymore. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, we're done now. We're done now. That's perfect. Um, uh, well... I mean, we're over the hour mark, but there's still more I want to discuss and talk about. And one of the things that we um, mentioned, and again, I think it's an interesting thing to explain. We touched upon it earlier. The difference between um, transgender and um, and drag queens and being mm. in the entertainment industry, that's an interesting thing. Because my instant thought was, you m- must get tons of bookings at, um, at LGBT pride things. And things, and sure. pride and things yeah, like that. Yeah. And it suddenly made me thought, right, that's wrong. Because that's... Dra- th- th- that's I'm th- I'm thinking of drag acts, right. you know, kind of, and, and to be quite, you know, <laughs> apologetic on that, but that's yeah. what's come to mind. I no, thought yeah, yeah. you you instantly associate tra- tra- drag acts with that kind of situation. Therefore, I thought your music, regardless of what your music's like, mm. would slot in there because you're a, a transgender woman. Yeah. So, what is 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 there any conflict or issue there or annoyance at well, kind of having to compete in that market when? It's a completely different thing. It's not... Well, there is, but it's definitely not to uh, uh, under sort of the blame of the drag queens. Yeah. I, I love drag queens. And my always thing that I say to people is that I love drag queens. I'm just not one. Yeah. I'm not that funny. I, I right. don't yeah, have the yeah, confidence yeah, to yeah, get yeah, up and yeah, do yeah. that. Um, I dress down when I'm playing prides. I don't always wear like yeah. a big glamorous dress because there will be that distinction. Yeah. Um, it's a Yeah, it's a funny old sort of way to live your life. Yeah, to share the stage with with people who... Yeah, they entertain for a living, and then they get off stage, and that's gone. And they, you know, they're men again. Yeah, they, yeah they're associated yeah. as men. Um, the LGBT, the T there on the end. The thing is, there's this movement to try and get the T. I don't know who's going to get, who's going to do this and remove the T from LGBT, <laughs> but there is genuine movement. There. Brilliant. And it's, I don't understand the logic with try, between trying to dismantle this this sort of structure of love and support in any yeah. sphere why on earth yeah. would you want to dismantle that for I'm, some pride i'm, I'm, I'm gonna i've not heard of this tool but right, i'm gonna sure. assume it's because of the first three being a sexual, sexual orientation yep. and one being a gender for sure so I, I understand that but again that's the logic for, it's not yeah. a, it's not a bad thing it's no. a positive thing it's it's it, it sits together and everyone's pulling in the right direction the same direction yep. and that's all of my first um 
sort of experiences realizing that I was transgender was in Prides and LGBT yeah. community. First time I sort of felt a bit confused sexually. I think I was watching a drag queen like eating a banana. Yeah. And I was like, what's going on here then? Damn. <laughs> yeah. So <I'm> <laughs> beautiful. There's some of these women. <laughs> Trans men are the most gorgeous men because they've got the bone structure, right? Yeah. Six months on testosterone, they've got a beard and a low voice. It doesn't work yeah. opposite for a trans yeah, woman. Like yeah, you yeah. see my voice is, this is what my voice sounds like. Right. Yeah. And I'll sometimes kind of maybe air it up a little bit, yeah. but for an hour talking on the radio it would have gone down it's anyway. never gonna work and if i laugh <laughs> it's like <laughs> so it doesn't matter but um yeah they're uh that's a strange it, a strange attempt to uh or it, it, again it's over over analyzing or over over complicating positive things right and again or maybe i'd understand it if we got to a point in society where lgbt had had won Right, and, and not yeah. that it's a war, but if we're at a point where everyone was accepting, then it's sure. time to go. Right, let's now deconstruct this mm. and go further. But when it's still <clears> a genuine battle um, to get this acceptance, the more the merrier. Pride or the film Pride, um, right, sure. which I fucking loved. I really didn't expect to like. I saw the trailer and thought it was going to be like um, um, the Full Monty for some reason. It had that right. had that vibe about Never. it. But the beautiful thing there of the the coming together of 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 the miners. And the LGBT community, c- because they identified not about sexuality, but about they were both fighting for something, and they were both oppressed and not being treated as as, as level people, members of society. Mm. It wasn't about s- sexuality; it was no, about the, the shared the oppression. There. Yeah, point. that's that's a really cool thing. You'd get sort of every demographic can can relate to the idea, say, of a trans woman transforming. It's a human transformation that's so yeah. obvious that you can see. That's something that everyone strives for, this transformation into a sort of a more authentic version of yourself. With sort of homosexuality, you can't imagine a working class person being like, oh yeah, sort of good on him, because what's good on it? It's like, you like you, this is just that's a preference, just that's fine. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. the transformation, it's like, oh yeah, good on him. It's like a transforming change across every sort of yeah. type of person you can relate. So I think that's why it's actually gained so yeah. much speed so quickly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, do you, you mentioned earlier of you could never, you can never be... A, a, a woman a perfect, you can never be a perfect, perfect. Yeah, woman a, yeah i am a woman i've considered myself a woman but oh, that's never was, be perfect that's what i was going to ask is it a case of the genders remaining male and female or is it a, a, a strive to add transgender as a separate gender no, and, and again that's just my that's just again it's a place of ignorance here it's no. a genuine asking not a theory is it a, a looking to be that there's a point in time where we have men transgender men women (laughs) and transgender women so four genders essentially or is it a case (laughs) of wanting just each area to be accepted as men and as women exactly that's it it's um i should hope that things wouldn't schism off further maybe even more so that they would just all forge into one lovely amorphous blob yeah but the thing with yeah when people talk about a trans community i don't understand the process uh, the the logic there because as a woman i want to integrate into the female the women, community, yeah. the human community. I don't want to then cordon myself off even more. I understand, yeah, if you suffer, if there's people suffering and they need to be spoken out for and you can have a great transgender role model come forward yeah. and show themselves to the world and say, "I'm this is what I do, I'm contributing, you know, I'm yeah. trying to m- make myself a good person. I don't, I don't want to be a, in yeah. a trans community. I want to be in the female community with all the other lovely transgender people. I, I can c- c- completely g- get that. And there's mm. something I had... I didn't understand for a long time. I had a lot of gay friends and I started to get annoyed because they were only up for going out to gay bars. Mm. And it was like, I'm up for that, but I'm not gay. 
And this is getting annoying yeah. now. Can we sometimes just go to a bar and then whatever? And it wasn't until years and years later that I was interviewing um, a friend of mine for a project I was trying to learn about um, okay. uh, about sexuality. And it was a gay friend of mine. And he just made the great point of the reason he likes gay bars and the gay community, and not just gay bars. So, he'll, he again, he was saying he one of the first things he went to uh, was a gay book fair. And I was like, what the fuck is a gay book fair? What? And it, he was like, this, it's the simple thing that he felt comfortable holding his boyfriend's hand and knowing no one would be looking at him. Or if he wanted to, to, to kiss his boyfriend on the, on the head as he got up to go to the toilet. Mm. And things like that. Those and, little things, And that's the yeah. bit that hadn't crossed my mind. Because mm. it's like, even if you're in a very liberal bar, if it's not a gay bar, a few people are going to gl- glance over at that. Even if they're not glancing and nope, ju- judging exactly. in any way, I would. I would notice in a bar the guys that are holding hand. Yeah. And it, I wouldn't be it, judging it yeah. or against it in any way, but I would. I know I would glance over and be... And I, it, whereas if I'm in a gay bar, I wouldn't be able to engage in a conversation if I'm noticing every yeah, gay interaction that's going yeah, on. I mean, you'd, you'd get you know, Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it was a fascinating thing mm. there, and it's kind of... It's almost counter to what you, you were saying. And, I prefer, again, what my original thought was is... Because, again, what you're saying there is... An ideal, an ideal, a, a, a world and scenario where yeah, sure, you're just yeah. mixing with other women, mm. um, and again, I think my f- my friends would agree with that as well in 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 the gay c- c- communion situation. But I also understand that need every now and then to just have a night off from having to think about people are going to be oh. looking or judging. Just yeah. have a night off and just go right. I can just enjoy myself and not those not little think about that. tiny things now because of. 25 years for me of uh of nothing yeah are such huge victories like um if a male friend of mine from college comes up and instead of grasping me firmly for a handshake yeah. gives me a little kiss on the cheek that's yeah. made my week because it's a yeah it's just that acceptance that i was starved of an affection yeah. that i was starved of for 25 years yeah every little thing like that is a huge Makes victory such a difference. and it's yeah, so simple imagine. because it's stuff that you do with everyone but the, yeah there's a there's a circuit in the human brain that's you know it's um, a sort of a default heterosexualism or whatever yeah. in the human brain that it reacts differently to women and to men yeah. if you're a male yeah. or a female and to be able to transgress that is a real noble and heroic thing yeah. in a person to bring yourself to be able to do that yeah. i'm impressed with guys that do that very yeah. very much so and obviously the you see i'm now very aware i shook your hand as i arrived um, that's a business oh that's it I was, I was thinking this the other day where was i, I was at, um i was at a casting and the girl who was doing the casting it turned into the weirdest thing because I went for a handshake as she went for a kiss on the cheek. Right. So I ended up kind of holding her hand as I kissed her <laughs> cheek, which was suddenly far more intimate like and weird. I'm like, sort of I'm holding yeah. and kissing the cheek. It's like, oh shit, what have I done? So yeah. yeah. But it's interesting. <laughs> again, it's, 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 it's great to hear things like that because, again, yeah. all the more from people f- from your past and that know you, I'm sure, that, mm. that, that, that those slight changes in the intimacy and in, 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 in the way you'd be greeted... Yeah, it must mean the world. Because well, those are all little things. Again, it's a it's a human construct. You know, these are yeah. things that we've evolved over time. They're cultural. It doesn't happen in every culture. You don't get kisses on the cheek or whatever. And obviously, yeah. in some countries, the men will grand holding hands just if they're yeah. mates. Yeah. But in our culture, those things that indicate that you're interacting with a woman, to have that is the best thing in the world. It, yeah. it surpasses every single thing else. You know, all the accolades and stuff. As yeah. you can see, all these trophies around. Yeah. You. we're just yeah. in a trophy room right yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, there's nothing here. I think I've got one somewhere. Um, it's more important than anything. Yeah. It's a human interaction, you know. Yes. Yeah. So it's beautiful. I mean, I mean, I feel that's a perfect point to end our end our I, discussion I, I on. Um, I obviously I want to extend it by adding, a, a, where can people 
follow you? You're on Twitter. Like, what are you on Twitter or Facebook? Uh, yeah. Is that preferred medium? Uh, What's the best way to Facebook.com forward slash uh, Tall Dark Friend is my stage name. If you type that into YouTube, I think there's like five music videos yeah. now. Um, I, yeah, I haven't got a website. It was out of date. Um, so I'm still I'm the wrong gender on my website. That's how out of date it is. Brilliant. So brilliant. that doesn't mean anything. So, so yeah. don't go there. I mean, this Facebook I now and YouTube. I now f- f- feel I'd be remiss. To not mention that one of our main sponsors is squarespace.com, okay. which is how <laughs> the only reason they're sponsoring is because it's how I built my website. Okay. And they're a really good drag and drop. I'll, I'll hook you up, I'll, I'll you. get you some discounts, I'll, cool. I'll put you in touch. Um, also, what's ahead? You know, well, what's the um, plan for the future? I don't know when this is airing. This exactly. is going to be in probably two or three weeks. It was going to be three weeks, but. I'm really excited about it. Yeah. So it might be okay. two weeks. I might well, move it forward. That's almost. I, I think it's beginning of September. Timing. Yeah. Well, twentieth of September, I'm playing a big old gig at the O2 Islington, the big. Oh wow! Room, and it's an RCA thing. Um, they scouted me a little while back. Really awesome. Like Elvis Presley was an RCA. So yeah. For my father, it's the best thing in the world. Man, that must mean the world. Um, so uh, I've assembled a band. First time in nine years. I'm now we're a six-piece group playing tunes from my album. Amazing. And that's on September twentieth. And that's a great venue there as as, I love as that, well. Yeah. I love the O2 Islington. Yeah. But, um, Academy. Anyone local to Thurrock, I play Las Iguanas um, up Lakeside yep. third Thursday of every month. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, that's and then just about you know. So. That's perfect. Well, thank you very very much. It's been a, a wonderful thank chat, you. and I look forward to to catch you more in the future. Yeah. Thank Cheers. you so much. There you go. I thought that was great. I, I was delighted with that. I, I, I was blown away. Jordan is such an intelligent a woman, um, so articulate um, and so open. You know, there were... I'm ignorant to a lot of this shit. I, you know, I, I try to keep up to date on things and, and know what's going on, but it's fascinating to me. So I was aware there's probably some stuff that I'm going to say that's super fucking stupid. Um... And I probably did, but she was, yeah, absolutely delightful and welcoming with all of it. So that was a great episode. I really enjoyed that. Um, please spread this around. Uh, it feels like a subjects are like this. Again, not in sound bites, not p- polished on some big magazine. And that's all good too, but discussions are like this. And it was similar with our drugs one with Susie Gage a few weeks ago. Our deaf one um, a few weeks back too. Um yeah, there's been loads that I feel these things need to be shared as as much as you can. Yes, we have some huge names on the podcast. We've had, as mentioned in the podcast, we've had Russell Brand, we've had Simon Pegg, we've had Nick Frost, we've had um, Billy Bragg, uh, so many people, Stuart Lee, um, a, a Josie Long, Amanda Palmer. We've had Amanda Palmer on the podcast, for God's sake. Um, so many huge people. But we also have people that I just feel it's important to have these discussions out there and heard. And this was one of them. Um, or this was both, actually, because uh, Jordan is a rising star, um, as it is at the moment. So, yeah, I hope you all enjoyed that. And I hope I wasn't too ignorant or didn't do anything an injustice. Um, thank you for tuning in. And next week, next week, I'm crazy excited. We've got... Um, a comedian and actor called Tom Davis, uh, who 
I don't know if you saw Murder and Success film on BBC Three, but if you didn't, you've got a week to catch up on the entire back catalogue of that because it's probably my favourite thing that's been on TV this year. It was hilarious. It blew me away. Um, and the way that came about was... Or, or, or the way I met Tom was I tweeted about it saying, damn, that's amazing. And then, then BBC Three tweeted that or retweeted that. And it turns out Tom's into my stuff and has been a fan for a while. And yeah, we got talking and I was like, all right, you've got to come on. He's also been in, in so many good upcoming uh, comedies at the moment. He's in Undercover. He's in Plebs. He's in so many good things. So yeah, you're going to enjoy that. It's a good chat. And the fact is, until a few years ago, he was a scaffolder. You know, he he was he was he was a working class gr- a grafter, and then he he decided to take that chance into comedy, into stand up, and uh, hasn't looked back since. Big things ahead. Um, so yeah, tune in next week for that. Until then, I'm Scroobius Pip at Scroobius Pip on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com/slash Scroobius Pip. All that good stuff. Speech development records. B Dolan's already on tour now. I'm sure. No, he's not. He's but he's he's very nearly. Um, yeah. Thank you for tuning in. Subscribe, tell your friends, spread the word, rate, review, do everything you can, and I will see you next week.